It is podcast time, hockey fans. Thank you for watching this Dan K. Show production presented by the Pueblo Bulls. Welcome back, everyone, to the most watched show in junior hockey and, by extension, the most listened to podcast in junior hockey, a podcast that continues to expand, much like a sun, consuming everything around it, picking up both coaches, teams, organizations, owners, players into its podcast orbit. And once we've got your email address, we will be asking you to appear on the show. And these are two people who have appeared on multiple shows but looking at their backgrounds and knowing that Dan K is in the car currently, this might be the most mobile podcast of all time. 75% on the move. Dan, you're hands free. But I tell you what, that just makes your brain a, a little bit more able to really dive into the tough questions here. Welcome into the show. Lucas, I could have been on a plane, a train, or auto automobile, or, or anywhere else in the country. I wasn't going to miss this one, okay? These are my boys, all right? That's what that's who's on the podcast today. I just got done golfing with Peter from Elite Prospects. I got to do the hard jobs here at the Dan K Show, okay? While Lucas is home <laughs> editing and working and budgeting and and writing emails and and you know helping kids get to school, I got to be on the golf course. It's hot, okay? It's hot in Florida. Putting in the hard work. But these are two gentlemen that put in the hard work for all of their athletes in Potomac. The Potomac Patriots are in the building. RJ and Alex, boys, how are we doing today? I'm good, man. How's everything going with you? It's going well. You know, the, the golf game could be better. But uh, other than that, we're in good spirits. Yeah, I'm good over here. Uh, I'm yeah, actually at the beach right now. Ooh, yeah, you guys kind of inter you, you interrupted pool time for me, so I mean, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you you scheduled this time. Don't put this on us. This is a hundred percent on you. You double booked this I put with it the on pool. Alex. Alex scheduled this time. <laughs> yeah, Alex scheduled him an hour this time. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> Alex scheduled this time, and I was like, so that means I have to get up out of the pool. Okay, all right. <laughs> Well, you know what, RJ, you you and Dan can hang out. Alex and I are going to do all the real work. You guys take as much time by the pool as you want. Yeah, well, Alex is the brains of the operation, so. <laughs> well, go. boys, let's, let's jump into this thing. I want to talk to you. Where are we at right now? We're talking summer sessions. You're getting ready for a new season. How's the roster looking? How's the team looking right now in Potomac? Um. I guess I'll lead on that one as far as, you know, I mean, it's been two years of doing this. It's our third season now. So like this time, two years ago, coming from when we first took over the program, we're, we're way ahead. I think we're pretty much, I would say we're, we're close to done with both rosters for our premier and elite team. At this point, we're looking to fill in some gaps, looking for the right players. Obviously, you know, we have guys that are going to higher level camps that have plans to hopefully make teams at the next level, but Again, kind of waiting to see what falls into place here in the next month, and then we'll we'll round out the you know the bits and pieces on what our rosters are going to look like. But as far as recruiting, we're we're pretty happy with where we are and uh, in a good spot. RJ, on on the business side of it, how's the RV doing right now for the squad? Is the RV is the grill getting prepped for the new season? Yeah, I don't think that RV gets used like for anything other than tailgating at Patriots road trips. I swear that Sean has that thing simply for this because it's sat in the back of the rink since the last time we used it for Patriots. I don't think the guy ever uses it. I'll 
I'll tell you, for the folks at home who do not know, the the Patriots travel in style. Lucas and I have been treated to steaks. We've been treated to homemade pies. We've been treated to, to baked potatoes on the road. These guys, they eat well. They treat the players well. Uh, Alex, I know I know you and Gratz love love getting out to the RV after the games. Oh, yeah. We would never miss that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, no, we don't please. get anything if we lose. <laughs> you know what? Ketchup packets. Ketchup packets. Yeah. <laughs> it's a vegetable. It's got to be the incentive, boys. There's got to be incentive. Let's look at this Potomac organization, though. Guys, we talked two years ago, right? And I said you guys were my up-and-coming squad. I said you were I, – I called you guys coming on the comeback, right? Now we look at you two years later, and we're sitting here. This is a team that's championship or bust, it feels like. RJ, is that kind of where we're starting to get to with how good Potomac has gotten in just two years? Well, I think that um, championship or bust is, is tough. Every team sets goals that – you know, of, of where they want to be. I think last year we felt like we had a team that was good enough to make it to nationals. We didn't have a lot of experience on our roster when it came to the playoffs and everything. And I think we fell short kind of as a result of that. Um, but I think that this year the goal is to um, take that next step, just like we did last year. You know, last year we both teams made the playoff. Both teams were very strong. Um, we were – we were one game away from being cumulatively being the best Southie, you know, the best team in our uh, division when it came to both elite and premier um, combined. So, you know, we, we took a big step last year and we want to take one step further and that means going to nationals. So I think that, you know, this year the goal is to make that appearance at nationals and try to make some noise there and, and see what we can do. Um, you know, I think with the, the players that we have slotted to come in right now, uh, it, you know, it, we're hoping that we're confident that it puts us in a good position to do that. Lucas, I'm about to drive through a little portion of Florida I like to call Alligator Alley. So why don't you <laughs> ask the next question here to the boys before I go missing? Well, the the reason it's called Alligator Alley is because, uh, you know, we'll uh, alligators will see you later. And we're going to see Dan a little bit later as soon as we get through the alley. Um Boys, let's talk a little bit here about this this upcoming season. Now, I know Dan already asked the championship or bust question, and I know everyone in your organization is is so wildly competitive. Let's uh let's start with let's start with Grossi here. Let's see what you have to say about the team so far. Because what I've what we've gotten through with these podcasts is we've gotten a mix. We've either gotten the, well, you know, the team's in flux. We're not really sure how it's gonna look. And we've also gotten the team's ready to rock, we're ready to go, we know exactly what we're gonna be doing. Alex, where does this Potomac side fall at this point in the offseason? I think currently we have um, – we're, 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 we're where we want to be. We know what our team's going to look like. We know from our defensive end being a fast, skilled, uh, puck-moving defensive core, uh, group that's expected to put up points right through to our forwards having, you know, two lines that can score, a third line that can play hard in the D zone and a fourth line that can really make an impact and produce points and penalty kill and do the job. We have the way we want our team to look down on paper where I think last year we just focused on offense, offense, offense. This year we're kind of more put together. We have that framework of what Gratz wanted to do and we're about where we want to be. So it's, it's looking good right now and we'll, we'll see come August. 
Yeah, that's always, always the big question, right, is is you think you've got a team, but as uh, Coach Jim Hankel said a little bit earlier in podcast recording land, but several weeks ago, uh, potentially in podcast listening land, he said that junior hockey is a 13-month season, and I think that's probably the best way of putting it is constantly recruiting, constantly using that pipeline. Are there is there a certain kind of player? I know you said you you were looking at building a more complete team. Was there a certain makeup of the player? Were you looking at more size, more skill? Were you just trying to find the best possible look at every position? I think in the past it's been you know especially two years ago was more take what we could get, and now moving into it, last year was a little more offensive, and I think we just want to round out the depth. We want to be able to have. Um, just more of a full, complete team and having those, you know, more role players this year going into it and just being able to compete against the best and beat teams with skill, beat teams with speed and beat teams with physicality will be what we look like this year. It's going to be a tougher team for sure. Harder to play against. More of the Josh Gratton feel, I think. Uh oh, <laughs> you telling me tougher, tougher than last year might be a tall order. If you're telling me that this team is going to be even more hard nosed. I don't know. I don't even know if I'm going to make it down to the bench to interview you. It might be too intimidating getting into the door. Well, luckily, they uh, they they keep Gratz on the bench for most of the game, so uh, everyone should be safe. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to have to start wearing. Uh, you know, as these players, they just keep getting taller. We were talking to another coach who said he added a bunch of six two guys from Sweden. I'm going to have to get some lifts in my shoes to be able to start interviewing everybody down there. It ain't fair for a guy who's five eight. Let someone think of the five eight guys from time to time. But RJ, the other thing we've talked about a lot on the summer sessions is the business side of hockey um, and what it takes to run a successful team off the ice, right? Because you can't have a team on the ice unless the business side works as well. So how has the the business side of Potomac been uh, been through the offseason so far? Have you started looking at I know you guys do a lot of promotional nights, a lot of jersey nights. Have you started there yet or are you still kind of in offseason mode? Well, I think that um, we have been we've been ultra focused, you know, with with the world like it is now and um, gas costing more road trips, food costing more on the road, health costing more um, all the way down to uniform costs going up and everything. Um, Right after the season ended, uh, we had multiple meetings. We have meetings almost every week to go over where we are budget wise so we know what you know, what exactly we can offer for the players this coming year. Um, you know, in addition to the, the, all of the normal stuff, you always, you know, last year we had star Wars night and different things like that. And obviously you guys have alluded to the things that we do for the players on the road. And that's all part of the experience. We want to be able to offer all of that. And we also want to make sure that, you know, our, our coaches are, you know, compensated appropriately and is because they do so much work and there's so much more that people don't realize that they should do than uh, you know than just you know be out of practice and be out of games and do some recruiting i mean it's a it's like a you know 24 hour a day job sometimes so um you know the business side of it is obviously very important it's something that we're keeping a, a constant eye on um and you know we are looking we I, I can't i can't talk about companies but we are in talks with a couple of different very large well-known companies um, to be able to do some partnership stuff with them. Um, so that's something that that we we are working on to try to um, augment things to be able to continue to you know grow the program and make it 
um, even more exciting than we feel like it has. Now you've you've already you've already talked about some of the amenities, right? So you've obviously you travel well as a team. For folks who don't know, if you haven't encountered Potomac yet, if they're at a showcase, there's usually if you follow the smell of steaks like Looney Tunes style, <laughs> you can usually find where the Potomac Patriots mobile fan engagement bus, aka the <laughs> RV, is, and they are they're they're just some of the best people around. It's so much fun getting to hang out and. Kind of in a way, it's like decompression, right? You'll see, uh, you know, we've we've walked over, we've seen, you know, Alex, we've seen Gratz just kind of off in a corner, just eating quietly, right after a long, tough showcase and getting that rest, or you know, players just kind of sitting on a on a curb, just hanging out, making sure they're putting good food in their bodies, right? That's that's super important. Let's uh, let's talk about some of the amenities. Uh, potentially attached to the rink, attached to the team. As we continue the business side of the conversation, what are players getting for 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 their dues, for the money that they're putting in to the to the Patriots to be able to play there? So I'll I'll take that one again. Um so because of the fact that the junior program um is owned by Sean and myself, um as well as our facility, and I also operate our facility. Um, the ju- the you know, really everything from ice scheduling to day-to-day operations I do around the junior program. I don't start building our ice matrix for the hockey season until I have the junior game schedule, and then I start kind of plugging everything after that. Um, our our teams practice four to five times a week. Sometimes they have additional special teams practices. All of our stick times that we have at our facility, they're all free for our junior kids. So our junior kids can be on the ice several times a day. Um, we have multiple weight facilities in our building. We have a weight room that uh, has a bunch of, you know, all the hammer strength stuff and everything. And then we have uh, top tier performance that uh, leases space in our facility that's contracted to work with our junior program uh, players. So and that actually we're building an addition on the back of the building. And he's going to triple his space to have an even bigger area. Um, and then it, Mason's ACHA D1 program is getting a very large hockey suite back there, locker room, coaches' offices, all that stuff. Um, so, and then, you know, because we own the facility, we also own our retail division of our facility, our pro shop. So our players get extremely good pricing on anything they need, from skates to helmets to sticks to, to anything. Thing else um we don't we don't look you know junior hockey is expensive we get it so we're we don't go out looking to make a bunch of extra money on you know equipment and gear and sticks and everything else we want our players to have the things that they need and the things that they want to try to be successful and so we make it as affordable as we possibly can without losing money so i I think that we've really created a good place and you know judging by what our players say when they leave and what they tell other people i think that that's also the word that's kind of out on the street with the kids so Love that, right? That is, and and for for parents at home who have joined us across this summer series of podcasts, we've tried to incorporate some of this, you know, because a lot of times we we lose what the business is supposed to be, right? The business is to facilitate the continuation of the program, to continue to develop these players, to provide stability, a proper environment, whether it's taking care of their you know their food nutrition needs, giving them the access to the the on ice time, the in rink facilities, right? Making sure their best interests are at heart. As parents, we at the Dan K show want you to hear directly from the source what that business is like, because 
there's a lot of bad business out there. So we want to make sure you you hear what a good business sounds like from from time to time. And we can attest to the fact that P- Potomac certainly has the player's best interest at heart. Now, Alex, let's talk about the running two programs essentially here, right? The premier and the elite side of things, right? And and kind of what that what that allows you to do in terms of providing ice time, development. Uh, what are some of the advantages of having both of those programs under one roof? Well, for us, we kind of run things together for the first month of uh, training camp. We do a much longer training camp <clears throat> than most teams just because we have the ice availability. So we'll, we'll start like August 10th, 12th, around then. Um, and then also because Josh played in the KHL and they do that for like two months before they even touch pucks. Right. So it's, it's just like a combination of both. So we do about a month long training camp and that's all run together. And that way you get kids who are moving into their first year of juniors at 16, taken under the wing by a, by a 20 year old who's played 140 games and they're all treated like, you know, family and they do a good job and just build that bond as a, uh, whole program, a whole culture right away. And then having the two teams, we have kids given the opportunity left and right to come up and practice with the premier team, or, you know, maybe you're, you're not getting as much ice time as you thought, but Hey, you can go down to the elite team and play 20 minutes and get on the power play a little bit, show what you have. And then that might turn into an opportunity later on. Right. So it creates more opportunities the way we look at it for our players, whether it be, you know, elite moving up to premier, premier moving down to elite, and more practice times. We have more ice time available. We'll do a skill sessions for just centers at noon on a Tuesday because we have, again, five to six hours of open ice a day for players where I don't think you find that in most places. So for us having that, it, it just creates great opportunity for for these two teams to merge together. And, you know, we will try and win, win together. It's a big family. Yeah, it's kind of, it's it's all about the ice time. Right. You, you're not getting better unless you're playing. You're not getting better unless you're taking reps. So I feel like sometimes there is an it's a bit of an outdated viewpoint, but it's a viewpoint that unfortunately still persists that, you know, elite is a bad thing. Right. That, a, a, that an elite program is not a place you want to be. Well, I mean, the Potomac Patriots are a great example of, as you just said, right, elite and premier, they work together They're when they're utilized properly. They are a development tool that's you know, in some ways unrivaled by what a lot of other teams have the ability to offer. You need that development. You need to constantly keep getting, keep getting the reps. You know, you, you say training camp starts a little earlier, which you love. I love that it's, well, you know, we want to be able to develop them. And also that's what Gratz wants. So that's what we're going to do. There's, (laughs) there's that, uh, that duality right there. And, and that's amazing. But when you do hit training camp, what is kind of the day like? What does it look like from start to finish if you're a member of the Potomac Patriots? So, I mean, that's would start. It's about three weeks of just doing a nine to five, but maybe more 7 a.m. to four. Get there. You have, you have your morning workout, and one group's on the ice while the other group's in the gym. They switch. We have lunch, and then the same thing in the afternoon, typically on the ice twice a day. Um, come the weekends, you're going to do more team bonding stuff. Last year, we uh, hiked Old Rag Mountain, which is one of the biggest hikes in Virginia. Um, different things like that, different team bonding activities. Um, last year, we had a team bonding coach, consultant, Lee Elias, came in and ran training camp for about a month. So we're focusing on team goals, building a team bond at the start of the year. He was very uh, helpful, 
last year for us. So just doing different team bonding things and focusing on building a, uh, a core group that getting them to come together to unite for a common goal, which is, you know, whatever they choose as players, they create their own goals for where they want to see themselves come December, January, February, right? They're going to set up their own goals and that's going to be their locker room, their goals. And we kind of paved the pathway for them. Now, and this this could be for both of you, whoever whoever wants to take it. But I know this offseason, the Potomac Patriots announced a partnership with the Pueblo Bulls, most recently of the NCDC West. Um, talk about what that means. I think sometimes the the connection between Tier Three, Tier Two is maybe misunderstood or or you know sometimes lost. But but what does it mean to have that connection? with a tier two team in the NCDC West, um, what does it mean for the Potomac Patriots? So I'll jump in on that first. So first of all, I, regardless of who it's with, I don't think that having an affiliation means anything if it's not with the right people. And if the two organizations don't think the same and don't trust each other and don't have common uh, like if they don't see things in the same light, I guess um, you can have an affiliation. You can put something on a website, you can do whatever. Um, but if you're not actually trying to figure out a way to make things easier for players and families to navigate what exactly they should be doing, if the player is that type of caliber, um, then it doesn't really mean anything. And so Tyler out in uh, Pueblo has been, he, he was the person that I started, you know, communicating with first. And we did communicate with a couple other organizations trying to decide, um, you know, who, who, who's somebody that kind of fits the mold of what we're looking for. Um, because, look, we had a good we had good teams last year and we plan to have good teams in the future. And that means that we're not the end all be all of junior hockey and we're a stepping stone for, for players. So we want our players to have sure footing when they take the next step. We want our players to, we want to be confident that where we're sending our players, they're going to be treated the same as they were treated with us like family and Tyler and Pueblo. I mean, I can't say enough good things about the experience that we've had with them. Uh, not, not in, in, in multiple different ways. I mean, it's not, um, you know, there's there's never a conversation where either of us is like, well, you know, we need this, so we need to do this. It's you know, it's hey, we have these guys. Um, we really think they they need a look, um, and if you can give them a really good evaluation, if it doesn't, they don't fit what you're looking for yet, so that we can maybe focus on developing them that way. If they need to use that extra ice to develop certain skills to help them get to that next level, um, and that's that's what we're doing. And it goes the other way too, Tyler. They're an NCDC team. So Pueblo's got how many guys, hundreds of guys that want to go play NCDC? Well, there's going to be a handful of guys that just don't quite make it, right? They're just not quite there. And, and Pueblo wants to make sure that they're sent somewhere where they're going to be developed appropriately and they can trust that their development will continue to push them in the direction that they would like to see them go to fit into their roster. So, and, and, and I think that because... They are a very they're a, they're a classy, well-run organization, and they have good amenities like we do, and they have a good culture. It just seems to work, 
and we're very excited with the way that it's gone so far. It's only a few months old, um, but you know we have we have phone calls with a with a bunch of us on at the same time, and text messages and emails and everything else. Um, Josh and I are going out to their main camp in August. Uh, you know, it's it's um, this is the way that I really envisioned having an affiliation with an NCDC team because, frankly, I I, I just. I, I wasn't excited about working with many people. Um, it, it, there was just a lot of things that red flagged me on different, you know, tier two level organizations. And it was really refreshing to have the conversations that I had with Tyler. And uh, I think it's going to be great for Pueblo and great for us, but even more so, and more importantly, it's going to be great for the players that, you know, they're not quite there, but they're, or maybe they're, you know, they're, they're just about there from us. And I, I think it's going to make sure that, you know, we give some clarity to those families on on uh, you know where they are, where they can be, and what they need to do to get there. Refreshing is such a great word too. It is it is refreshing, right? When you when you can make that connection with an organization, a person that you trust, and you know, again, we always like to bring it back to the parents, right, and what they deal with, and junior hockey being such a sometimes an obscured marketplace in terms of information, in terms of those relationships. So to have that. To have that relationship be out there open and, and for you to give it that endorsement, I think is a, is a really, really powerful thing. Of course, talking about uh, Tyler Toonberg of Toons, 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 Toons fame. Um, if you listen to the Dan K show and you don't know who he is, I don't know which episodes you have listened to because somehow Toons makes an appearance on most of them. Um, that's because he's an absolute beauty and we can't wait to see him every single every single month, every single time we get a chance to go out there. Gentlemen, let's take a quick break here. Not for an ad, not for, you know, any retrospective, but for a game. We're going to play a game real quick. Let me get myself set up with the timer. This is also going to be the video component of the podcast. Alex, you have you have been on the move for the majority of the podcast here. Yeah. And now, ooh, is that a wicker chair? Did you find some wicker to, to park yourself no, in? No, it's is a bed. It's at the beach. Okay. What beach are you at right now? You don't have to give your exact uh, location, Dewey, but... Dewey beach in delaware wait wait, wait 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 alex you're not at the office right now no <laughs> oh uh you need that. yes <laughs> if you if you need me alex i can do an impression of gratz if you want me to throw rj off your trail yeah no it's all good it's all good <laughs> no we're good <laughs> Uh, I'm, so, I'm, not, I'm not I'm not exactly at the office either right now. So. <laughs> that's true. Well, that's the beauty of, of junior hockey, right? Is that, yes, eight months out of the year, you are locked into a rink somewhere. But for those four months, you're working from working from wherever you want. So yeah. this game is called Minor Chats. Normally, if you see us at a showcase doing it, it's a minute of just chit chat catching up with you. We've already done that. Then it's 60 seconds of high intensity, rapid fire, personal questions. Now with two guests, we're going to do the Lucas Jones variant, which is you'll be doing this as a team. I will ask you questions one at a time. I will say RJ question. Then I will say Alex question. You'll answer the questions as quickly as possible. I'll also do my part and we'll see how many you can get through as a group. You also have the opportunity to pass in which case, the question will pass to the next individual. So a little bit different than our normal variant. RJ, are you ready? Uh, yeah, as ready as I can be. I have no idea what I'm getting into here. So That's the Dan K Show mantra. Nobody quite knows yep. what they're getting into when they sign up for, for us. Alex, are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. All right. We are going to start the clock in three, two, 
one. RJ, what is your favorite color? Blue. Alex, if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Uh, pasta. RJ, planes, trains, or automobiles? Planes. Alex, you're about ready to get into a peanut butter and jelly. Are you a chunky, super chunky, or creamy guy? Oh, it's creamy. RJ, what is your favorite movie? Uh, the Hangover. Alex, cats or dogs? Dogs. RJ, what's your go-to coffee order? Uh, iced coffee, cream only. Alex, what is your favorite Taylor Swift song? <laughs> I try to think of the name. <laughs> you could pass. Love story. Love, Love story. story. There, we, there go. we go. RJ, other than Taylor Swift, who is your favorite band? Uh, Def Leppard. Alex, are you enjoying the game show so far? RJ, what is the hardest working position in hockey? Center. Alex, do you want a million dollars for the Potomac Patriots organization right now? Oh, no. <laughs> it happened again. You just missed it. You just <laughs> missed your answer. You were just over time. Yeah. We have been yeah, trying yeah. to give the million dollars away oh, for man. It's just weeks, weird. Weeks now. It is <laughs> it, it's it's <laughs> It's currently sitting in a in a Simpsons lunchbox on Dan Kay's counter, very high security, and he's just been begging, begging people to take it. Ugh. Unmarked, sequential, $1 bills. It's massive, actually. We probably should have gotten a higher denomination. But I guess we'll see if there's another organization out there who'd rather have it. Um, but great work, guys. Let's see. You got one, two, three, four, seven, eight, nine... 10, 11, 11 questions. That's pretty good, especially as a team. I, I really like that the coordination. You guys were quick. I thought I did pretty good as well. Please hold your applause. Um, so you will see the leaderboard going up now at home. We are updating the leaderboard as the podcast get released because to lift back the curtain, we're recording these all in a giant chunk and then spreading them out over a couple of months. So you'll see that leaderboard come up right now. Guys, great job. Great work. If you if you can put a hockey team together as well as you can answer rapid fire nonsense questions, I think the Potomac Patriots are are destined for great things this season. Oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, let's let's start to start to think about what your your parting words are. We're getting close to the end here, so start thinking about what you want those parting words to be. I will do the same thing. But before we get to the parting words, and this this could be for for either one of you. Let's say there are some players out there, right? Either players that are are right in the mix of junior hockey, a little bit older, looking for a good place to park themselves and and make an impact, or players that maybe are a little bit younger who are are starting their research part of the junior hockey experience. Talk to those players at home about either what they should be working on or why they should think about joining the Potomac Patriots. All right, I'll go first, Alex, and you can add on to anything I forget. But um, so uh, for me, I think that, um, you know, junior hockey is um, the the goal of junior hockey is to try to develop players, um, give them a good experience um, and help, you know, help them move on to the next step of their 
uh, hockey careers, whether that be college or some higher level of juniors, or in many, in some cases now it's, you know, straight on to some sort of semi-professional leagues. Um, and, and we do everything we can to try to give those tools from coaching to um, facility to ice time and everything else uh, to, to players that are out there looking um, and trying to decide, you know, where they, where that, that place is for them to go. Um, I don't envy you. It's, it is hard. Um, it is, it's very difficult to figure out uh, what the best place for you to go is. Um, it's, there's so many things that go into the experience that you're going to have from the league that you play in to the coaches, like I said, to the facility, um, to the billet program. Um, there's just so many things that factor into it and uh, take your time, ask the right questions, uh, get to know the programs that you're looking into. And I'm very confident that we have very good people that are running our programs, which I think is huge. Um, and we have a lot of synergy throughout from youth through juniors and everything else. Um, and I have a lot of confidence in my, my guys, Alex and Josh, that um, when, when players come through, they develop as hockey players and not only as hockey players, but they develop as, you know, quality human beings and, and, and they're better people and better players once they leave us. Um, so I think that that is, uh, th that, that's the advice I would give to, to players and families that are out there trying to decide what they want to do uh, with hockey this season. Well, the other thing you said was, what do you think they should be working on? So I would just, I was going to go on that question. I think the biggest thing would be just getting on the ice, skating and it's in your off season. And depending where you are, you should be able to find time to get out there, get on the ice, train, put in hours, get in the gym as well. But really, I think, um, become a good skater and that's going to make everything a lot easier for you. Focus on skating, power skating. There's so much stuff online. You can watch and do stuff on your own. You can work with the coach, but um, you know, develop your skating and it, things will come easier. Hockey will become an easier game for you. Love that. Now you guys do get a, a, a you know, a couple of minutes here. If you want to take any parting words, whether it's a, a statement, whether it's, you know, any additional advice, anything we didn't get to, if you want to go ahead and take this time to chirp another coach in your division, you certainly can do that too. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Um, but you, you guys have the floor for a couple of minutes here. What do you got for the folks at home? Uh, I don't, I don't need any chirping, but I, uh, uh, I, I will say that I think that um, information is crucial and there's so much information out there. And I think that, you know, what, what you and Dan do with this type of stuff to try to help deliver information to people is um, it's underrated and it's uh, and people don't realize how important it is uh, and how valuable it is. So I, I just want to say thanks for doing this and thanks for having us on. And um, hopefully people were able to get to know us a little bit more and get to know a little bit more about the Potomac Patriots program. Um, and it sounds like you're doing this with most of the programs. And I think that's awesome for them too. Um, you know, this is, uh, th this is a good league and this is, um, you know, this is something that we believe in and that we enjoy doing. And, um, you know, it's just, it's, it's nice to be, have, to have a, an avenue to get more of our information out there. So thank you. Alex, any parting yeah. words? I would just take the time to thank you guys for doing this because we really appreciate it. And I think it's great for the league and good for, uh, good for hockey here in the USPHL. Well, thank you guys. We, we always appreciate it. We say we, we definitely can't do what we do without, without organizations like yours and coaches who, 
despite all that we've all that we've put you through, you're still willing to answer an email or a phone call and and go through whatever nonsense. So thank you so much. My parting words today are let's go with balance, right? 75% of the people on this call outside of the office. I'm the only schmuck that's stuck in my own office right now. <laughs> First of all, I'm a little upset by that because we got Dan K and Alligator Al. You guys are by the beach. You're out at the pool. I'm stuck in a in a 1,200 square foot apartment and apparently forest fire smoke is headed my way. So I can't even take my nice little evening stroll through my neighborhood. This is a, I'm getting the short end of the stick here, but let's, let's, let's talk about balance, right? Because that is important. It's important that you balance the work that you have to do, the, the busy work of the off season, whether it's Dan and I interviewing a bunch of teams from around the league, putting together the NCDC draft coverage, working with the league on putting out the championship videos, all the myriad of things that we do. You know, for the Potomac Patriots, building this team, recruiting these players, finding the business, working on the sponsorships, making sure your players are taken care of. You have to balance it out with the fun stuff. You want an owner that takes some time to himself by the pool. You want a coach that takes a half hour out of his beach vacation to come talk to a couple of weirdos based out of New Jersey and Florida. And you want a podcast host that for whatever reason, decided to wear his most Hawaiian style shirt, even though he's stuck in his apartment all day. You got to balance the work with the fun. Uh, those are my parting words. Uh, Dan, do you have any parting words? Nothing? <laughs> Nothing from Dan Lucas, K. I, I just, Lucas, I just want to say, I just want to say, you're you're welcome to join if, if you want. Ooh. Welcome. Oh, that looks incredible. Yep. Yeah, you're welcome to come over. So I am. It's all good. Just hop in your car, dodge the smoke, and you're on the way. That's it. And you know, with my car's a '99. It might work better in the smoke. That that might be how that works as well. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna hop down there. Thank you both for joining us. We also like to thank our sponsors. Right. Our presenting sponsor, the Pueblo Bulls. You can run with the Bulls. You heard about them on this podcast. RemasteredSleep.com. It's the water bottle of your dreams. Use code Dan Show at checkout to get 10% off. You can stop snoring with just a sip. You've got Selly Salt, seasoning solutions for your hockey family. You've got Body-Trick.com, all natural skin care and odor repelling products. Their penalty kill spray is great for hockey players and hockey parents alike. We want to thank all the sponsors, all of you for listening. Thank you so much again to the Potomac Patriots. We will see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the most watched show in junior hockey, The Dan K Show, presented by the Pueblo Bulls. For more information about The Dan K Show, head to www.dankshow.com.